live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. This is the Rich Eisen Show. David has stunned Goliath. The 15th seed in St. Peter's Peacocks has knocked off mighty Kentucky. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Recently retired Rams tackle Andrew Whitworth. Coming up. St. Peter's men's basketball coach Shaheen Holloway. Chargers cornerback J.C. Jackson. Plus your phone calls, TJ's big ass grab bag, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Okay, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Um, March Madness, day, uh, day two. Day two of the NCAA tournament, first round. Um, 32 games in the books, 32 more games today, baby. And um, right now... Uh, Jacksonville State is up on Auburn by six points midway through the first half. Amazing. Uh, St. Peter's has already shocked the world and busted my bracket for some ungodly reason. And un- inexplicably, I chose Kentucky to win the NCAA tournament. It just spoke to me. And guess what didn't speak to me? Yesterday's action. <laughs> um, Murray State tweeting out. <laughs> Or it was John Moran who tweeted out one team from Kentucky won yesterday. That was so funny. Um, <laughs> Murray State uh, beating uh, San Francisco in overtime. And, boy, Murray State versus Kentucky would have been lit, right? Uh, instead, it's um, Murray State against St. Peter's, whose coach, Shaheen Holloway, um, is now going to be taking on John Morant's uh, alma mater. Shaheen Holloway, the uh, former uh, Seton Hall star. And uh, McDonald's All-American back in the day, teammates on that McDonald's All-American team with Rip Hamilton and a guy named Kobe Bryant. He will be joining us, Shaheen Holloway, in about 18 minutes' time to talk about that shocker yesterday. Uh, Meantime, Ohio State is on top of Loyola by nine right now in a battle of good versus evil. Uh, good being Sister Jean, who's there in Ohio State, as you know, being terribly evil. Uh, and I say that as, a, as an entree to uh, uh, Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated, joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, here in a very crazy time in the NFL. How are you, Albert? I feel like we got hosed here because we're playing the fake Cinderella. It's never good to be playing the fake Cinderella. Fake you know Cinderella. What do you know? Like, like you know, like Gonzaga for a lot of years was the fake Cinderella, where they're actually a tough team. Yes, but it looks bad if you lose to them. You know what I mean? Ah, I do appreciate that. Yes, I do appreciate fake that. Cinderella. Well, you know, like. I may not be rooting for your school, but I'm I'm rooting for you, uh, Albert, since I know uh, it's a uh, a big time basketball uh, world there in Ohio State. So I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting oh, for you. Oh, so we got we got we got what like nine months left? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> left. Nine left. I love it. Left. Uh, yes, right around there, uh, approximately yeah. eight or so. So, um, what's the scoop right now with Baker Mayfield? What's going on in, in Ohio, in Cleveland? Yeah. Right now. Um, you know, I, I think, like, right now, um, you know, it's just, it's, I think they're sort of going to wait for the rest of the quarterback market to play out. And, you know, just the same way a lot of things were on hold um, when Aaron Rodgers was making his decision, sort of feels the same way with Deshaun Watson, that he's sort of the last big shoe to drop on the quarterback market. And then, you know, you start to see the movement. Does it mean Matt Ryan's going to move? 
Um, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo, the Niners have been waiting for the, the, the Sean shoe to drop um, so, you know, so they can get a little bit more aggressive about potentially moving Jimmy. Um, you know, and I think Baker is sort of part of that equation. And the interesting thing about it, you know, they did say um, to Baker that they weren't going to honor his trade request. But really, right now, Rich, um, they don't have to say anything because if there's a team that's interested, nothing stops that team from calling the Browns and inquiring. So just having the, I guess, back and forth out there essentially will smoke out, you know, who's really interested in Baker. Um, and, you know, I, I think in the meantime, um, you know, they have to assess whether or not going forward with Baker is manageable and, uh, and whether or not it's the best option. Um, because, I, you know, I think we all know Baker's history and, you know, how he's reacted in the past to people not believing him in him has actually been you know, relatively favorable. You go back and you look at Texas Tech and Oklahoma. Um, so it could mean the Browns get a really good season out of him. Um, the other question, again, is going to be whether or not the relationship's manageable, and I think the Browns are going to take a little bit of time here to figure that out. Well, I mean, the, the Mike Tomlin phrase uh, this past year, I think it involved Melvin Ingram, right, where he said we want – volunteers not hostages and it's uh, right. I, I think baker with his costanza like i'm breaking up with you before you break up with me note to cleveland um and his reaction to say uh when, when the browns reach out uh, i want to trade uh, i think he's declared he's going to be a hostage if he sticks around right right you know and, i mean it's in the immediate aftermath and um i, I love the reference there because that that post the other night was definitely dripping with passive aggression, I would say. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think right now he's of that mind that he wants to go play somewhere else. Um, what are his options? That's the other question. You no, know, um, would Carolina trade for him after they just failed a similar experiment with Sam Darnold? I don't know. Um, you know, would um, Indianapolis trade for him? Um, you know, having gone to what they went to at the quarterback position. It, that's what's fascinating about it, Rich, is like, you know, like, it's not just, you know, Baker wanting out. It's like, where are you going to? And are you going to have a chance to start somewhere else? And I'm sure he wants to explore that. Um, but right now, I, I don't think it's impossible to look at it and not think there's a scenario at the end of this where the two sides may need each other, you know, and where Baker may not be able to find a place where he's a clear-cut starter elsewhere. Um, maybe he will, um, but there's a possibility he doesn't. And the Browns may look around and say, maybe we don't have a better option right now than Baker Mayfield. So then what, what is the, before we move on here, what is the backstory, you know, in the similar way that Seattle, you, you hear for anybody talks about Seattle and Russell Wilson. Yeah. It, it was just time to move on. Like that, that's, and, which is the shorthand of they were sick of him and he was sick of them. And the question yeah. is, is what, what made them sick over each other? And yeah. and it's kind of we're in that situation right here. Like so, what what sure. is the the issue? It, 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 did it involve Odell? Is it the coach's scheme yeah. and the, his his inefficiency in running it? Is it the I way think, he's acting behind the scenes? Like what is it? What is the? I think it? there are some leadership questions, um, and I and I think it's it's not Baker's not trying to be a leader. I think he is. Um, you know, but the sense I've gotten is you know there were times when he would get after teammates. And there was questions, I think, in the locker room whether or not he'd earned the right to do that, you know. And so, you know, I mean, for example, say a receiver runs the wrong route in practice, say 
an offensive lineman um, doesn't get a protection call right, whatever it is, Baker might get after that guy, and then that guy might look at him sideways and say, for you to call me out on this when you missed X, Y, and Z over here, you know? And so I think there was a little bit of that that caused some friction for Baker. And I, I don't know if it's the root of the Odell thing, but I think it existed. Um, and, you know, I, I think that there's that question, too, that sort of, um, you know, I think exists for the Browns, and, and it's something the Browns are going to have to confront, which is, you know, after all this, is he still going to have, I guess, like the leadership capital in the locker room? And are they going to be able to lean on him to be the guy um, in 2022 with a team that they rightfully believe is really, really good, like has a chance to be really, really good and be right back in the playoffs after injuries and you know some of those other things derailed them last year. Albert Breer here on the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, in your mailbag today on Sports Illustrated, the MMQB, um, you, you mentioned that the issue with Watson and deciding to either go home in Atlanta um, to Atlanta where the weapons wouldn't be the same as New Orleans or go to New Orleans and just start – uh, fresh there, uh, money is now entering the equation. Yeah. Is that the holdup? Why we're we're not seeing anything, or part of the reason why teams have dropped out or been told they're not winning these sweepstakes? I think it's a factor. You know, I've heard new money, I've heard guaranteed money has been part of the the equation there. And you know, I I really at this point like get the sense that like he really, I think he's intrigued by the idea of going home. You know, and I think he's sort of there's a part a huge part of him that wants to go to Atlanta, while realizing that the best football situation in 2022, like is in New Orleans. And so, no, but I think everything factors in. And I mean, look, like I mean, if we're being you know honest about this, like he and his people probably have to brace for a suspension. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but the possibility is that it happens. He's got 35 million dollar base um, for next year. So, I mean, like a like a, a half-season suspension, right? Like, if he's suspended for eight games, like, what would that be? I mean, I, like, I don't know, Rich. I went to Ohio State, so I'm not great at math. Uh-huh. But uh, I would say, uh, I mean, that's like, what, like $16 million possibly he can lose? So he might ask the team to move money around and then guarantee money down the line to protect himself against being suspended this year. You know, and so I think all of that is part of the equation, you know, and I, I think, you know, part of it for him is probably wanting to know, you know, the team's all in on him and is going to stick by him in the case of a suspension and that sort of thing. And I'd say, like, the draft pick compensation going the other way is probably pretty good proof of, of, of that for whoever acquires him. Um, you know, but I do think that the contract is, you know, at, at least a piece of the puzzle. And if this thing is really close between Atlanta and New Orleans, and I think it is, and that's why it's taken so long, um, you know, then the, the contract could wind up being sort of some sort of tiebreaker. Well, I mean, if the contract and the money and the compensation is tied to how the the rest of Watson's civil suits play out, how come we're not talking more about the civil suit situation? It's it's almost as if, well, the no bill yeah. comes in criminally, uh, all good. Now let's all rush to go get Deshaun Watson, and there's no question about how this yeah. is all going to play out, or or or. No, I mean, I think there getting? is a question. I mean, I think there is a question. And, I mean, look, like, I, this is part of the reason. I mean, I can tell you, like, on Wednesday night, uh, the Gail Benson, the Saints owner, she flew to Atlanta to meet with them, mm-hmm. to sit down and meet with them. 
And I think that that's sort of symbolic of what this is for every team that was involved, which is it takes ownership sign off. Like ownership, I guess, technically has to sign off on any big move. But you and I both know, like, a lot of those are rubber stamps. This isn't a rubber stamp. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, the guy's going to be the face of your franchise, and so his problems become your problems. And this isn't even, I mean, I've heard the comparison to Mike Vick, but that's different, too, because Mike Vick was coming into Philadelphia as a third-string guy. You're not acquiring Sean Watson to be the third-string guy. You know, acquiring Sean Watson to be the most, I mean, notable person in your franchise from the minute that he walks in the door. And so, yeah, I would say it's very much a piece of the equation. Um, you know, that, um, and I think I've said this to you a few times, but several, you know, several teams have had their security people on this for over a year, and those are all ex-law enforcement people um, who are able to get information. You know, and then a couple of these teams have had private investigators on the ground in Houston. I'm not sure Atlanta's one of those because they were late comers to the party. Right. So maybe they've been playing catch-up a little bit on this, but... Um, but there are teams that were involved that were comfortable after doing that amount of homework. So, again, I'm not saying anybody's not taking this seriously. I think every team that's involved is. Um, you know, but certainly I think, you know, uh, with, the, with the 22 civil suits out there, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a level of risk that comes with it. And there's, um, you know, uh, I, I would say, you know, you hate to even call it a PR hit, but like that's sort of what it is. It's like that, that, that you are going to yeah. take on certain things that are, that are going to come along with acquiring Deshaun Watson, regardless of what city it's in. Well, all right, before I let you go, Albert, the uh, biggest story um, in my mind of of this non-playing season right now um, has to be Rogers stays, Adams goes. I mean, what an O. Henry-like plot twist to the way the Packers are trying to continue to run it back. Um, how, how did this come about, and how do you think it sits with Aaron Rodgers? So many people just assume he's got to be livid with the Packers organization, yeah. but the Packers uh, read him into it from all I hear. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that's such a key thing because, like, the, the communication last year, Rich, was nowhere. I mean, I – I can tell you, like, I think there was like a six-week, two-month period, whatever it was last year, where the Packers literally couldn't get a hold of him. Um, and, you know, I think he's been pretty public in saying, like, he wants to be in the loop on these sorts of things. Um, and so, you know, like, the fact that the Packers kept him in the loop throughout, I think, softens the blow here. I also think he's so close to Devontae Adams that he probably understands his reasons for doing this and for wanting out probably better than even the team does you know and so if this really was unworkable and the Packers really were willing to go financially where Adams went with the Raiders and it was still you know at this point where there was nothing the Packers could do then I think Aaron Rodgers probably has a pretty good understanding of it obviously he wants great players around him and Devontae Adams is a great great player maybe the best receiver in football um, but, you know, I, I think the fact that, you know, he was, I think, apprised of this and the communication is so much better than it was a year ago softens the blow. I think that, 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 that I would have to think, and I don't know this for a fact, but I would have to think that there is a plan B that's been communicated to Aaron Rodgers for how they're going to handle this now going forward. And maybe it means taking a big swing at receiver, whether it's signing an Odell Beckham or trading him for Robert Woods or, whatever it is, trading for DK Metcalf, whatever it is out there, 
um, I, I'd assume that there's been some sort of plan that's been communicated to Aaron Rodgers where he feels comfortable. Because, of course, I think by now we would have heard that there was a huge issue on his end. Trading for DK Metcalf, you think that's possible? I mean, I think it sort of depends. With, so Seattle, to me, is interesting just because, I mean, DK Metcalf's going to be expensive to keep. It's going into a contract year. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's one of those where it's like, if they say like they're going forward with Drew Lockett quarterback, right, and they make the decision we're turning the page, right? And I'm sure, you know, like they'll have an idea, you know, by the time we get to the draft of whether or not DK is going to be on the team pass this year. So, like, it's one of those where it's like, if this is a retooling year, is it, I mean, if you, and you know you're not going to be able to re-sign him um, or, you know, you're just that far apart in contract negotiations, it may make sense, again, if this is a year where you're restocking the cupboard and trying to, you know, turn it around and draft well and kind of build a new base for yourself, it could make sense where, you know, DK Metcalf's, you know, value right now would be at a high point. So it's a call. I'm not saying they're, I'm not saying they're, they are or are going to shop him. But, you know, if you're a team like the Packers, I think it's a call that you make. Certainly if you've got the draft capital now because Adams left. And right. the question I have, last one for you, is why was it unworkable for Adams if they did put the money on the table? Was it, as, from what it appears, just too late? Like they should have done it last yeah. year? That's it? Yeah. I think that's really it. You know, and I think he had it in his head. I, I don't know if you guys saw the reports out there uh, from a couple of weeks ago that he built, he bought like a, um, a $12 million mansion, I think it was, in Vegas. And I'm not like that up on Vegas real estate, but I think 12 million bucks goes a long way yeah. in Las Vegas, right? Uh, in buying a house. So yeah, it comes with um, the blue, it, it comes with the blue man group. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. something that big. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I'd assume, I'd assume that there was uh, I, I, you know, there, there are enough breadcrumbs here where it does seem like, you know, I, I like Devonte had it in his head that, you know, my college teammates there, it's a team I grew up rooting for. It's a team I've dreamed of playing for, and oh, by the way, like now I find out that they're willing to satisfy every financial desire that I have. Um, you know, I, I like I, I think he just kind of that maybe that thought in in, in um, Devontae's head had gone to the point of no return. And I mean, it's a great sign for the for the. I mean, I'll throw this in there too, just to finish up, Rich. Uh, you know, you look at Josh McDaniels and what he's doing in Vegas and how opposite it is of what they did in Denver, where he immediately saddles up to the quarterback and partners with the quarterback and has been so effusive on Derek Carr. And now instead of tearing the team down and bringing in middling pieces the way they did in Denver, um, you know, they're going and they're going big game hunting and bringing in Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. I could see why that would be attractive to somebody like Adams. Yeah, man. Uh, the AFC West, huh? Isn't that it? It's just it's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, who would have thought? Three weeks ago, if I told you three weeks ago, the Chiefs are going to be the least aggressive team in the AFC West, how would you have responded to that? <laughs> it would have been surprising, but also somewhat understanding that you you, you got to go for it. I mean, honestly, yeah. look at the AFC yeah. West right now. Uh, you've got, if I had to ask you, name me the top five pass catchers in the league, I think you'd say Adams, Hill, and Kelsey would be would be in three of them, right? you got yeah. it got to name me some of the top uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. You you definitely go with Mahomes and Herbert, Herbert would be thrown in there, right? And right. now Russ and is Russ there. And then yeah. now you got to get pass rushers to prevent all these guys. Which is, I mean, you look at the pass rushers, it's insane. Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, Bradley Chubb, now Randy Gregory coming over. 
Um, you know, Frank Clark, I know he didn't have a great year last year, but they hope he'll bounce back. And then Bosa and Mack in L.A. is pretty crazy. It's, a, it's great. Albert, thanks for the time. Have a great weekend. I hear the kids in the background. I appreciate you uh, tapping out to do that. Ohio State by five at the half, in case you're wondering. Thanks for the update. I did walk away from it, so I appreciate it, Rich. Yeah, up by five at the half. Thanks for the call, right. Albert. Appreciate it. And hopefully we, hopefully we can take, take down the fake Cinderella for, for all of the Big Ten. Well, 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 again, it's not just Big Ten. It's for the basketball school in Columbus. Um, wow. So I appreciate that. That would be great. Eight months, Rich. Eight months. Well, it's a, if you've, it would be a longer eight months if you can't hold on to this five-point game, five point lead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. Last time we spoke, my team was blowing it against Indiana that just got blown out by St. Mary's, and I'm sitting pretty. I'm sitting in that second uh, spot. You're you know, doing right now. okay now, though. You, you got Hanging in there. Yesterday. Take yeah. care of yourself, Albert. Be well. All right, Rich. That's Albert Breer right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Packers fans are like, you know, understand it, kind of hurts. It's really – how would DK Metcalf sound to you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That would soften the blow a little bit, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Hmm. Rich, and then Seattle fans would be just like, well, like, what are we? Are we gonna sell the Space Needle too? Are we gonna lose that? Uh-huh. that, that or the Mariners going also? Like Starbucks. That number twenty-two pick that, is that good enough to get DK? <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, it should. Don't you think? The one they just got from the Raiders, boom, DK. Now Seattle would suddenly have two first rounders when they had none. Right. It all it took was just their best pass catcher and passer. That's all it would take is yeah. just like take that one of the top combinations in the league, Russ to DK, handing that out. But if you're going to strip it all down, then strip it all yeah. down. Yep. Rebuild. You know? I just oh, don't see. know why Pete would want to be a part of it. That's correct. I, I have a Devontae Adams question. Let's take guys. a break. We'll come back and we'll do that before we get to Shaheen Holloway. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before we go, Mercedes-Benz Vans wants to ask you, when was the last time you thought about your dream? It is a dream scenario to live the van life in a ride as premium as a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter because this Sprinter van that I've been talking about is filled with great expectations expectations of innovative safety features you got it crosswind assist blind spot assist amazing performance and reliability you got it you want an mbux voice command system five-star dealer network and available gas engine you got it you want to have something to take you all over the country if you just want to tap out and just go see everybody in your life or go see all these beautiful places in the united states of america that you never thought you could get to and you want to realize your dream you got it you want to start your own business all good in that hood. It all runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership. Get that Sprinter. Tell him your dream sent you. Your phone calls. And then we've also got Shaheen Holloway of St. Peter's. And this man holds my tattered brackets in his hands. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show talking about Devontae Adams now uh, to our terrestrial radio audience that joins us now. So, Adams wants to be paid going into his walk year. It doesn't happen. He's now playing in his walk year without a long-term contract after everything that he said, and he wants to be paid the highest-paid player in the league, and there's an argument between him and his people and the Packers who are towing a line similar to what many other front officers are saying, the reading of DeAndre Hopkins's contract, so on and so forth, about not being the highest-paid receiver and new money and all that. And he doesn't care about new money, old money. Screw it. I just want my money. Right? Like Maury the Wigman. <laughs> I want my money. I want my money now. Okay? Henry. Okay. Henry. 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 Right? I want my money now. And, and now he's sitting in the front seat of the car and they call they call it off. The Packers call it off. We're just going to go in. Right. We're just going to go into the final year of your contract. And he doesn't really like it because he knows he's walking a tightrope. And um, he goes through that season and he's probably steaming. This is all an assumption. I'm just giving you an idea of why he maybe wanted to leave. Now comes time, and obviously the Packers have to franchise tag him. They're not just going to let him walk for a compensation pick. So they franchise tag him, and he's like, okay, we're now here where exactly I didn't want to be. And I know you have to do it, but I told you I don't want this, and now we're here. And what, you're you're, going to go do Aaron's deal first, and then you'll get to me? Uh, You know. So when it finally comes down to it and he's forcing the situation, they're like, oh, here's the money that we wouldn't give you last summer. And he's like, oh, okay, got it now. And I guess he couldn't get through it. The toothpaste could not be put back in the tube. And the crazy thing is this new school NFL, they they gave him what he wanted. They got a one and a two for it. And they did get a bunch of money off their cap, but they have to start again. And whoever they get, Even if it is DK Metcalf as a pie-in-the-sky idea that Albert Breer just threw out, just possibly, right? They still don't have that connection. That's a special thing that these two guys had. That's why everybody works out together in the offseason. That's why they keep doing reps and reps and reps and reps is to get to that spot where all it takes is just like a little head nod or a little bit of a head turn, and they know, okay, we're running that route. 
than this down and distance on this guy who we know through our film session can't handle it. Or because we know this guy can't handle it because we did it to him 15 times over the last three years while you were gaining ownership of the Bears. So that's my long-winded answer to your question. (laughs) Okay, uh, my bracket's destroyed. My bracket's destroyed, and this man has a lot to do with it. Uh, He's on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. He's the man of the hour, the head coach of St. Peter's that just bounced Kentucky. Joining us now here on the Rich Eisen Show, formerly of Seton Hall, now of St. Peter's there in Jersey City, Shaheen Holloway. How are you doing, Coach? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. You got it. So what did you tell your team going into this game? You know what I told I told us? I told us, listen, let's go out there and have some fun. Let's go out there and make history. Um, you know, we came in with some momentum. We won, you know, eight games in a row. You know, I know if if, if we could – you know, we're standing there running for the first seven minutes. We have a good chance. And, you know, the team the, the team had a lot, a lot of confidence. They had a lot of confidence. Well, you could definitely see it, that they, they had a lot of confidence right, right, from, uh, right from the first tip, right? I mean, so uh, the, uh, the, your, your game plan uh, going against Kentucky and how it worked out was what? You know what? The game plan was – the game plan was just go in and just, you know, play St. Peter's basketball. You know, you know, um, you know. I, I got a bunch of guys on my team that play with it with a, a chip on their shoulder. You know, some of my guys on my team think they belong at Kentucky. <laughs> you know, for whatever reason, right? So, you know, we just went out there and just, just wanted to play St. St. Peter's basketball. We, we wanted to play our defense. We wanted, wanted to play just and then how to play. And I think I think the second half we, we kind of did that. Okay, so then uh, and then obviously uh, down eight with three minutes to go. Um, you know. Uh, I'm wondering how you, as a coach who knows the ebbs and flows of a game, uh, were, was able to get your guys uh, focused or how your guys focused uh, on their own, potentially, to get this game into overtime at the very least. Well, you know what? We kind of changed our defense up. Once we changed the defense up, we kind of got them stagnated a little bit. And I told them, I said, we could get two two stops and two scores. You know, we're going to be right back in this. And we did it. Um you know, and then we got right back in it. I think we had, we actually had a chance to win before overtime. You know, if we if we could have got a rebound, um, we didn't get a defensive rebound. They got it and threw it out, hit a three. You know, and that's how they got the lead. But um, you know, this is about games and runs. I told you guys about game and run. I said you guys put yourself in a, in a uh, position to win a game. Go out there and win it. Shaheen Holloway, the head coach of the St. Peter's Peacocks, who just uh, pulled off a major upset. Uh, the first major upset and perhaps the biggest major upset we're going to see in this tournament right here on the uh, Rich Eisen show. So uh, which kid uh, has a story that you met, you didn't know him, then you heard about, and you recruited him to your team and just balled out last night? You got a good story for that people may not know? I know you don't want to well, sing. I think, Go for I think it. most of the guys are like that, right? If you look at my team, you know, we got it's a bunch of guys on my team that was under-recruited. Um, a, a lot of guys that, you know, didn't have a lot of D one offers, um, so they they came to play for me. They believed in my vision, um, you know, and they got better each year. And that's how kind of that, that's the blueprint of, you know, how we did things at Seton Hall. How I'm doing things now. You kind of get guys that's under recruited and make them better. So you know, it's not just one guy. I mean, I, I mean, the whole the whole team has a story. And then, uh, again, your story, uh, Shaheen, you just mentioned Seton Hall. Did uh, Calipari try to recruit you at UMass back in the day? Did you ever you know hear what? from him? Did, did Calipari? You know he, yeah. 
he he recruited one of my teammates, Winston Smith. Um, when he was at UMass, um, he tells the story that I was too good to go there, so he, he wants to recruit me. <laughs> but um, but no, he recruited one of my teammates, Winston Smith. Okay, so Cal- I just took a shot just to see if Coach Cal might have strolled into your living room or something like that way back in the day, and now you've kind of stood in his way in 2022. You know, it's kind of no, amazing. no. You know, right? No, he, no. He, he recruited one of my teammates, so no, I knew Coach Cal for a long time. Well, I mean, guy, yeah, coach. What do you mean he's your guy? What'd you say? I said I said he's a good guy, heck okay. of a coach. Right. Um, and so back in your day, um, as well, Shaheen, you were the MVP of the 1996 McDonald's uh, All American Game, and on your team that you were the you 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 won the MVP of. But you, I mean, what a stacked game that was. Kobe Bryant was on that team as well. What are your recollections of, of being a teammate of Kobe back in the day, Shaheen? You know, Kobe's a great guy. You know, God, God bless him. You know, I, I played with Kobe a lot before them before the, the McDonald's game. We played against each other a lot and, and with each other a lot, a lot of all-star games. Um, that was a tremendous game. Just It just had so many uh, big-time players, a lot of NBA players on that team. Tim Thomas, Rich Hamilton. Mike Bibby, you know, Kobe. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, and, you know, we just we, we was out there having fun and just enjoying the, each other and, you know, try to get a chance to kind of be normal. You know, at that time, all of us was, you know, high-profile high school basketball players. So it was really hard to try to be a, high, a normal high school kid. So now when, you, when, you, when you're around a group that's kind of went through the same thing you went through, like that whole weekend, everybody was just, was just out there enjoying each other, copy, having fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the, the the roster of your team was Kobe, Rip Hamilton, Stephen Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, Tim Thomas, and you were yeah, the – I mean, good <laughs> Lord. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, that that's a Big Mac right there, no question about that. And so do, do, do you show any of your old footage or film to your team? No, nah, you, you know what? You know what? No, I, I try not to do that. I try to make it about them. Some things that come up on the internet, and they come down and ask me about it. But I kind of downplayed it a little bit. But now, nah, you know, I don't really, I don't, I don't really talk about my career because I, I want, I want it to be all about the, these guys and, and the work that they put in, and you know, for them. And so, um, when it was all over, who did you hear from, Coach Holloway? Who did you hear from oh, from man. back in the day? But, when when what was all over? When when the game was all over yesterday, when you looked down at oh, your man. phone, maybe who'd you hear from? Uh, oh man, I, I had seven hundred eighty-one texts. I still, <laughs> I right Did you say seven hundred eighty-one? Is that what you said? Seven hundred eighty. Seven hundred eighty-one. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm honored that one of them being from uh, the Rich Eisen Show booking staff uh, may may have uh, gotten to you. So uh, you got a you got a couple names that people that that reached out to you that uh, you. No, you know, you just try. a bunch of family and friends and, and coworkers and you know coaches that that's in the business that I was uh, friends with. Um, you know, just you know people that support me, support the program. You know, people like that. Okay, and so uh, next up is Murray State. I'm sure you you spent uh, a lot of time deep into the night watching that game. Um, what do you tell your team about not just letting this uh, win, sole win, define you and your team, Coach? Well, we came down here on a mission to to win two games. Um, you know, one game at a time. Murray State is a great program. It's been a great program for a long time now. Um, top twenty five program. 
you know, coach does a great job over there. Um, we just got to come out and play St. Peter's basketball. You know, obviously I've been out watching them all night. Sorry that my voice sounds like this. I'm a little hoarse right now. It's but, so good. You know, um, now you know what? Um, you know, they are a great program. It's going to it's going to be a heck of a game. I mean, we put in some similarities in, into styles. You know, they play ten guys. We play ten, eleven guys. Um, you know, they press, we press. You know, but they, they like to obviously get up and down a little bit more, and we we like to play defense. So, you know, we got to make sure that we understand the, the scout report and the game plan, and kind of go from there. Coach, congratulations on the W. Appreciate the time. I know you're a busy man. Good luck against Murray State. And uh, I, I, I just have to full disclosure, you destroyed my bracket, and I just wanted to tell you that myself. <laughs> uh, but I, I told everybody. I told everybody. I told everyone who asked me, mm-hmm. do not bet on us. I told them that during, during, during the season. I don't know what team is going to show up myself. <laughs> <laughs> Line of the day, sir. We call that a mic drop. Uh, thank you so much, Coach. Uh, let's let's chat again soon. Congratulations and uh, say hi to everybody back in Jersey City and uh, and the East Coast. You take care. Thank you guys so much. You got us, Shaheen thank Holloway, everybody, head coach of St. Peter's, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That's on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line right there. Um, Honestly, I just thought he was saying, I was telling all you guys, don't bet against us. But then he said, don't bet on us. Don't bet on us. Because I have no idea what team's going to show up. (laughs) That was amazing. I've never heard a coach say that. That's that's, that's the life of a coach, too, right, sometimes. Honesty, man. I was thinking, too, like, have you ever done something and then – been away from your phone and then come back and had 781 like text messages, just so many messages. Right. I'm just thinking you get off a flight, maybe you got like 75 or 80 if you're in a big group thread, but well, almost it, 800. Good it's Lord. it's just a shocker. I mean, it's happened before, right? Twos have lost to 15s before. There's been it's a just couple. Been There's been only a few. 10. I mean, yeah. it has happened. It's yeah. not like a one losing to a 16, but. It's the first time it's happened at Kentucky. Yeah. And once again, and I'm not saying this because my bracket's busted. Trust me. I'm not saying this because of that. I would be coming on the air and saying this sort of thing too. I mean, Coach Cal has sent a ton of players to the next level. A ton. But he's won only one championship there. The Anthony Davis uh, year when Anthony Davis was a freshman. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's it. it. But, I mean, the number of players at the next level who are just balling out from Kentucky. but They completely embraced the one and done, though. So, But the issue is, is well, everyone, everyone else has now. I mean, who hasn't? Yeah, but when you get Anthony Davis one year, you know, or two years, it's hard to win. Well, I guess that, that you are rolling the dice that you only have, but then the next person comes in who's supposed to be just as talented, one yeah. would think. So I, I just kind of was sitting there thinking, it's just like, Winning somebody who's so tremendous mm-hmm. at their job, like Coach Cal, and sending, you know, having such tremendous success in the regular season, yeah. one would say, and then being known as a Hall of Famer because of that tremendous success, but having only one title to show for it. Coach Cal is kind of like the Aaron Rodgers of <laughs> college basketball coaching, right? I had a feeling you were going there. <laughs> Can Been I, around forever. Can I just run down some of these players? Right. I mean, is that a fair? Is that unfair? What I just said. I mean, I, I mean, because everybody knows Aaron Rodgers' first ballot Hall of Famer, John Calipari, is 
Already in the Hall of Fame. Already in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And and has people all over the NBA talking about Kentucky. But you're supposed to win at Kentucky, not at the next level, right? Man. He's become the Kentucky coach in 2009, right? Since then, he's had three number one overall picks. uh, John Wall, Carl Anthony Towns, and, and Anthony Davis. Okay, he's he also has coached just going down Julius Randle, Devin Booker, Jamal Murray, Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox, Bam Adebayo, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Maxey, Emmanuel Quickly, just an all star team. Oh, yeah. They're all terrific. But how many on that list won a championship? One of them. One. Right. Yeah. And you guys, you know, Shaheen, you, you brought up the 1996 McDonald's All-American game. Yeah. I was in the stands in Pittsburgh hey. at the Civic Arena for that game. Watched Mike Bibby, Kobe, Tim Thomas. Did you did you take time off from the Foot Locker? Or did, did, did no, you watch it, it and then go work at the Foot Locker? Well, it was, the game was at night, so the store was closed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Stores could be open and malls open late. No, not not the downtown Foot Locker. We, we were over at 6. Shut so up. the answer was after you went after work. I don't even know if I was working at Foot Locker at that time, though. I got to remember what job I had in 96. Because you, you had to change because you can't show up to a basketball well, game I, wearing that uniform. Oh, they thought you were referring. But well, you got it for free. Oh, but you think I did? You think I never <laughs> went to a game wearing the Foot Locker ref uniform with a whistle? <laughs> Come on. You guys know me. <laughs> of course I did. You got it for free. I would say, Mike, oh, that's yeah. a good call. No, I'm the alternate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm the uh, alternate. Yeah, I'm the alternate. I'm on the left. I'm here behind the net. I do. Definitely wore that shirt out to, to work. And, the and then when they say, wait a minute, you still have to show your ticket, you'd look down at the guy and say, what are you, 10 and a half? 11 and a half? <laughs> 12 and a half? It's like he's almost trying to clown on me for working a full yeah, on right now a little bit. Not right? at all, it's brother. I have my I have my wall bounds and path mark <laughs> smocks that I used to wear. Double coupon days were a bitch. Oof. I never did the grocery What department store. were you in, Rich? Uh, what do you mean? I was everywhere. I did everything. I I was, you did uh, register? Dude, I was a Swiss Army knife. Save never worked the register. I could never the, the, the store's names? Hey. I couldn't work the register. Champagne-colored uh, prom limos don't pay for themselves, sir. <laughs> and what were the store's names again? <laughs> I worked a lot. Pathmark and Wallbounds. Pathmark. Pathmark. I've heard of that. Oh, double coupon days behind the register. I'd never want to yeah. live those again. <laughs> Staten Islanders complaining <laughs> about the price. <laughs> Didn't get it. Didn't get the price. Oh, my God. Coupon. Were you the type of employee that would get smart back? I, I would assume you kind of had some words back for the no, customer. No, really? no, no, sir, no. I had net to find my voice. Take a break. <laughs> Your phone calls when we come back. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the -the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Uh, number to dial here uh, on the program. Um, let's take more phone call here. Um, let's go. Oh, Alan Dallas, please tell me we've got a, a graphic for him. Do we have a graphic for him? The man vocally wanted well, a graphic. Well, we don't have a graphic because he has not sent me a, a, a proper photo. Oh, that's Al. Not true. No, that's no, no, not no, true. That no, is a lie. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Al, the photos you sent me, are, we can't really put on a graphic. No, I sent you one. I followed, dude. This reeks oh. of Sean Mitchell wanting something oh. high res enough to use. Yes, high res enough. Yeah. High res. Please, please, when you when you address me, please address me in my right my proper name. Sweet sexy okay. Al. Yeah, sweet sexy Al. Exactly. Al. Hey Al, Al. Uh, by the way, Del Tufo, don't steal the man's thunder. The I mean, man calls in. Don't don't steal his line. He was setting was himself up for a line yeah. here. The man's trying to entertain as well as inform and ask a question. <laughs> Leave him Sorry, alone. Al. And here's a deal. Here's a deal, Al. Again, um, <laughs> Sean Mitchell, uh, who would be the one to put together all of this, one of the top producers in all the land. Um, he has standards, and <laughs> and he, right now you're not meeting the resolution standards. Right now, Al. Oh, uh, it's a resolution. Oh, yes, it's about yes, the it resolution, is. Not the, yes, not we the, have like, standards here on this program. About a resolution. Oh my God. Well, no. you, you get sued for that. Careful. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, you ooh, now, yeah, yeah, now Sean's work. pissed that we actually <laughs> sang a song. <laughs> that he's going to have to edit out of a video later on. He said resolution, not revolution. That's great. All right, Al, what do you got? You what do you got, Al? What do you got? I mean, oh, that, that uh, what, uh, I guess St. Peter's going to be looking for a new coach, huh? Hey, how, uh, how about that, right? I mean, how about Shaheen Holloway from Queens, makes it to Seton Hall, and now he's the king of Jersey yeah. City? I yeah, liked chatting with him. That's a that's amazing. I mean, that was that was just that's what the you know I haven't been really like like Brockman. I wasn't I haven't really paid much attention to to uh, to college basketball all year, and you know now it's tournament time. You're getting involved. You're watching you're watching games, and you know my man that 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 kid that that kid with the mustache and the, couldn't even get his hair cleaned up, whatever his name <laughs> is with the with the with the great shot. I mean, that's the type of stuff you root for, you know, and and uh, it, it's great. It's great to be back in tournament time and. Uh, it's just uh, it, it, those are great stories. Uh, unfortunately, St. Peter's will be looking for a new coach, and if I'm him, I bypass Seton Hall and I look for a bigger, bigger job. Appreciate the call, Al. Right, Al, just get 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 us the resolution. We just need to we need to. Well, high, listen, high you know, maybe I'll go take maybe I'll go get my Wallbaums uh, employee. Uh, <laughs> you know about Wallbaums and Pathmark. <laughs> you know I worked in real delis, Richard. Okay, I worked in uh, the mean streets of uh, Long Island, cutting the uh, boys' head ham, paper thin, and olive loaf. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't hey, working. Al, those smocks were polyester. Do you know how hot it was in those uh, damn I, things? Listen, moving I used to have the whites. Around? I used to put the whites on. I'd come out filthy, but you know, you get a twelve pack of beer afterwards. It's all good. 
Thank you very much, Alan. You Thanks, take buddy. care. There you go. Alan, Alan. <laughs> produce department. I mean, the, the, you did the produce. Now, the, pro- the problem is, the, probably you got to turn your own microphone on since you're the... Uh, since you're I'm the, sorry, I was talking. <laughs> I mean, that's... I'm all I flustered today. Sound guy. I fell Turn on the dock yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting like, really bad right fell, now. Hold on. Fell, yeah. Mike, it's 1054. <laughs> We've been here three hours. How is this the you first time you fell on your That's not a metaphor My for your... My left leg is killing me. Like what right happened? Now. I was washing a, and I, washing a boat and I fell. And it was not pleasant. Slipped? An unfortunate reminder of the reality and the vagaries of life. As he is, by the way, one day shy of turning 56 years old. Yes. Oof. Happy birthday in Thank advance, you. sir. Happy early birthday. What are you doing for your birthday? Uh, probably nothing. Covering? Falling on your dock? I can't do Music show right tonight? Now. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah, it's only night. Thursday. Because I'm doing it for my friends back east because I was actually going to be home. So you're spe- celebrating your birthday doing a music show? Yes. All right. It's his element. I got a couple guests coming. How could people you know, see this Oh, music wait a minute. Time oh, out. Oh, time out. What? Did he just say he's got some guests coming, Rich Eisen? Apparently so. Yeah. But do you I mean, mean in-person guests? In-person. Like in the condo, yeah. in Redondo? VIPs. You mean, do, you guys do, do their the names ladders? rhyme with PJ Pfefferson and... Rich Rushman? Yeah, I mean, like, what are we doing? They, they bug me. They can't come. They can't come. Wow. You guys are bug me too much. They're not. No, I'm joking. Guys, no he, he's, he's, the sad he, thing is, we know what the guest is? He's going to talk to one of his Olafs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Olaf's so sad. Along. So sad. If you going to drink enough, one will talk to him. Get the Olaf cookie holder and have oh. a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Hour three coming up. 